good morning, everyone. I'm Janice Wood. Welcome to my show for seniors. And this morning, we're going to be talking about uh, patients' rights. I'm going to be doing the patients' rights um, from my viewpoint as a ins licensed insurance agent. Every uh, 24 months, I have to take, uh, I have to renew my license. And part of that renewing of the license is learning about grievances and appeals and what, what rights patients have. Also every year, because I do, my specialty is Medicare and health insurance, I have to take classes that go over grievances and appeals. So I'm gonna talk about this in, in the view of the insurance agents, I'm going to talk about how um, what I've learned from my clients and, and myself in doing um, grievances and appeals and where you can go get some help. This morning, my um, the, the person that does the directing of the show for me um, had to go to urgent care because she was in pain and I have a different director this morning. So, um, and he's just learning what, I, what I'm doing. So I'm gonna share my screen with you and I'm gonna bring up my presentation. Okay, so what, what rights do you have as a patient? There's a lot of rights you have. Again, I'm talking it, I'm gonna be talking about it from the viewpoint of the insurance agent. Okay, I don't represent uh, hospitals and I don't represent um, medical groups. Okay, so one of the first things that you would, we were going to talk about is going to be a grievance. The grievance process is, is something that you use to, if you have a complaint, so that complaint can be um, something when you like against me as the insurance broker, you may not like the service that, I, that I'm providing, okay? Excuse me, Liam, please, you're making so much noise, it's distracting, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, so you can do that, you can file a grievance against an insurance broker, but you also can file grievances on the health services that you are, that are being provided provided you. So here's some examples that I have up here right now of, um, of, of grievances. And though sometimes you wait a long time in those in a clinic or in a doctor's office and you feel like, well, this person's being taken before me and I've been sitting here for 45 minutes. Why have I not been taken? And you know you need to find out why that's happening. Or what is that feeling when you, they put you in the room and you feel like you've been waiting for the doctor to come in and it seems like no one has come in forever and you feel like you've been forgotten. That's what you would file a grievance against. Also, they have referrals. If you don't receive your referrals in a timely manner, you can file a, a, a grievance, okay? So I can give you an example. If you were um, request to see a specialist and you're not get, getting that request for that specialist, 
some reason you're not getting it, you can file a grievance on the timeliness. Now, I just experienced this, this situation. I have diabetes and I needed a new monitor to check, to check my blood every day, all right? And it took two and a half weeks. I was waiting for that referral so I could get the supplies I needed and to get the monitor. It was two and a half weeks. I finally called my doctor's office. It's not my doctor that I had a problem with. It was the staff I had a problem with and said that this is unacceptable. I needed the monitor and I'm just like everybody else. My situation is going to be the most important to me because it concerns me just like it would you. So I finally had to say to the staff, well, I'm gonna to have to file a grievance because this is unacceptable. The next day I had everything that I needed. Shouldn't have to do that, but that sometimes is the case of what you have to do. All right. Appeals. Appeals is something that you can request your health insurance company or um, your health and health insurance in the marketplace. So when I'm talking about the health insurance company is like whoever your insurance carrier is, that would be the health insurance company. So if you requested something that they denied, you can uh, put in an appeal or, or if the marketplace. So from the Obamacare, you would know the marketplace as Obamacare or the Affordable Health Care Act. They set up what they call marketplaces. In the state of California, the marketplace would be considered covered California. Covered California in other states can have other names, but a lot of the states use the healthcare exchange, which is run by the federal government. If they, for some reason, make a decision that denies you benefits or payments through that system, you can put in an appeal. Appeals are, um, can be done on, 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 let's say, on a procedure, uh, on a bill that's been done, or you need a procedure and you don't agree with what they have accepted for you. So that, that's what a, uh, an appeal is. Now, a couple of years ago, I had to go to the hospital and my son took me to the emergency room. And one of the things that you need to know is that you need to know you're going to the correct emergency room. And he, he took me to the wrong emergency room and I had to have um, emergency transportation, also known as an ambulance, take me to another hospital, five miles. They did nothing for me in there except transport me from one hospital to the next. And the bill was over $4,000 and the insurance paid for the majority of it. But all of a sudden I was getting bills and phone calls from the ambulance company saying, you owe $347.75. And I said, well, I haven't even received the bill in the mail yet. Why are you asking me for money? 
And it was during open enrollment period, just like it is right now for Medicare insurance. And I was super busy and I didn't have a chance to deal with it. As time went on, he kept, they kept calling me and harassing me. And then I once open enrollment time was over, I called my insurance carrier. I happened to have a Medicare Advantage plan through a group plan from where I'm retired from. And, and under that plan, I wasn't supposed to have to pay for emergency transportation, which is the ambulance. And I talked to the insurance carrier and she said, you're right, you're not supposed to have any co-payment for this. So she went ahead and uh, called the ambulance company and the ambulance company said to her, we don't care what you say, you're gonna have, uh, she's gonna have to pay that $375.75. And the, uh, the representative said, I think this lady is gonna file an appeal against you. Well, once I got off the phone and I did file the appeal against the ambulance company, I got a phone call back from the ambulance company stating that, uh, that they were gonna put in my records that I was filing an appeal against them. And he was trying to intimidate me. And I told him, don't intimidate me. Grievances and appeals have certain amounts of days that they have to respond to them once they're filed. I received a letter from the um, insurance company stating that my appeal was going, was going forward because my benefits said that I had zero copay and the ins insurance company felt that they had paid their part. The same day I got the letter from my insurance carrier, I got a phone call from the ambulance company asking me if I was still going through with the appeal and he knew perfectly well I received the letter and asked me for copies of the letter. I told him to stop harassing me and to call the insurance company for any other information. So it's important that you look at those bills and you know what you are paying for. Now, from that same incident of being in the, in the hospital, I received a bill, which just wasn't a whole lot of money for $47 from an ultrasound company. Now I didn't receive it. I received a bill through a collection agency. I got really upset, called the collection agency. The collection agency said they know nothing about it. Uh, they just received it. This was past due. I called up the insurance company again to make a long story short. What happened was that the ultrasound company never sent the bill billing information to the medical group and the medical group therefore didn't bill the insurance company. And the insurance company took care of that for me and it was all taken care of. Not more than two weeks later, I had a client call me up, same situation from an ultrasound company. And this bill was substantial, it was $1,700. I told her what to do and and everything was taken care of. You have to remember medical groups, hospitals, doctor's offices, they don't want to have appeals and grievances go against them because it, it shows on their records. Now, one of the things that I don't have a slide here for that I wanna talk about is exceptions. 
Exceptions are for those prescription drugs. Every carrier and their plan, different plans have a formulary. The formularies are very important because they're broken down into uh, therapeutic groups. And within all the different therapeutic groups, they usually, usually have, can have no less than two, two prescription drugs on them. So one of the things that you would need to make sure is that all your drugs are covered. Now, if for some reason, the drug is no longer covered, you have the, um, whoever the insurance company is, they need to notify you why that drug is being removed from their formulary. So if you have Medicare, specifically Medicare, like right now it's the open enrollment period and I'm working with someone now who, who's taking a very uh, expensive drug and her carrier no, is no longer um, gonna cover that particular drug. Her insurance company is supposed to send out a, a letter to her saying that that drug isn't going to be covered. And I know we all get stacks of mail during, especially during open enrollment time uh, for Medicare, and we don't open up everything. But she and I, we reviewed everything and we found another plan that would carry that particular drug. But the doctor's offices can go ahead and request an exception for that drug and it has to go through what they call an exception process to do that. And sometimes you, it, you've got to be really careful. If a drug is being taken off the market, you have, they have 60 days to notify you on, on that, that that drug is being taken off the market. Excuse me, it's 90 days, not 60 days, to make sure that you can get another drug to, uh, that will cover it. So that's really important. One of the things in doing this, and I know I have worked with them when I've worked with medical groups, all the different medical groups have something that are called patient rights advocates. The hospitals have them, the medical groups are supposed to have them. That's what the law says. And um, it's important if you're having trouble getting doctor's appointments, if you're getting, uh, if you're having trouble um, getting those referrals taken care of, um, the patient rights advocates should be able to help you. Also, the insurance companies, a lot of them have advocates too. So you need to check with your um, insurance groups, with your medical groups and the hospitals, because those patient advocates will help you out. Um, especially to get through what you need to get through for your health, because your health is the most important. I get phone calls all the time about why, why did I receive a bill? Lots of times, sometimes there's, there's a crossing of when the, um, when the uh, procedure was done on the day and when bills go out. And most of the time I just say, I wait. If not, you need to talk to the insurance advocate can help you uh, or the patient's advocate at the medical group or the hospital can help you out. And it gives you all kinds of support. So here are some of the resources on here. We were gonna add one more resource on here this morning. 
Um, if you need information on the HIPAA laws, the HIPAA laws are your Privacy Act laws that need to be followed. They need to be followed by your insurance agent. They need to be followed by hospitals, medical groups, and any doctors that you see. Um, please contact me if you want more information on HIPAA. If not, here's information on patients' rights advocates on here. Uh, and the direct and the different types of uh, places you can go to. If you need to contact me, I'm Janice Wood. I love to review your benefits with you. Um, Medicare open enrollment period ends this coming this coming uh, Monday, December seventh. But for regular health insurance, if you're under the age of sixty five and you don't have Medicare, that open enrollment period is still going on. So uh, please give, please contact me. You can, um, you can go online, you can call me. If you happen to be on Facebook, please put a comment in there. I would love to talk with you. Thank you very much. I'll be here next week again, next Thursday. Um, and I'm going to have Julie Liu. She's a attorney, and her specialty is um, is accidents. If you look, if you have a car accident, accident on a piece of property, and we're going to talk about that how that affects seniors. So everybody, have a great day. I'm going to leave this up for a couple of seconds more. I always tell people you could take a picture of the screen, but thank you very much. I'm so happy to see you and.